0: Can I use breastfeeding as a form of contraception? It may get pushed into the vagina. This attempt has not been successful. Oh no! I'm Holly and welcome to Forbidden Fridays. This is basically a podcast where me and friends discuss awkward, taboo topics that shouldn't really necessarily be awkward and taboo. So hi everyone, this is my second time recording this because your host is, is quite new to this you know online recording thing she <laughs> forgot to press record um so we are joined today with my beautiful friend Emily Hanson so would you like to first explain yourself well not explain yourself um That's tell a us a bit about I've yourself <laughs> explain <laughs> what you're doing at the minute hobbies and how we know each other yeah, so hi guys, I'm Emily and um, I'm currently studying philosophy and politics at the University of Bristol and Holly is a school friend of mine but we actually go further back than that even. Um, yeah. We sort of realised, when. at what point did we sort of look at each other and think, hang on a minute. I think it was like quite far into school like it must have been like year eight or year nine I think yeah because we were on opposite sides of the year as well we did yeah. these sort of yeah yeah so in our, our school we had like houses and like there was three it sounds really posh and like Harry Potter like but I promise you it wasn't so there was like three was. <laughs> there was like three houses that were like a group and then another three houses that were like a group and me and Emily were in like opposite sort of halves of the year Um, and we never really mingled too much did we so that meant like we didn't have lessons together or anything like that so Mm -hmm. um but then we kind of like found each other the the, the law of attraction (laughs) the the picture of us with our at this uh, mutual friend's birthday party Party. and we we had like our fish our fish (laughs) our feet (laughs) in fish like you know those fish that like eat the dead skin yeah i know it's gross we saw each other's feet oh. quite early on so, no, yeah, so- no boundaries yeah. so basically we're just going to talk you through our experiences with contraception first so basically i went on the pill when I was first 16 and my mum kind of said to me when I first got my first boyfriend she was like if you want to go on a contraception please let me know you know don't be afraid to talk to me so I was like okay and then the week after I asked her and she was like what it's too soon and we said like mums just they, they try to act motherly don't they yeah. like, like they sort of scared. cry within but then yeah. I feel like when you hit them with the I want some contraception like my child's having sex sorry what <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, exactly but I was not with my boyfriend that long then we'd been seeing each other for a while but we must have been together like three months I think which might be quite long for a lot of people but we were only 16 and we've never been yeah. with anyone else but I was like I wanted to be on a contraception and be comfortable for when I was ready to have sex um I think so that's something why something to worry about like yeah I mean it depends for like it depends on the person you know, like some people sort of think like having sex for the first time does is, you know that's all it is it's not sort yeah. of a big thing whereas I know like for me and maybe you as well like yeah definitely sort of build up for quite some time is like that was a big thing you know 100% so you, yeah it, you've got so many things going around in your head you then don't want to have to worry about being safe as well yeah exactly like I wouldn't want to get to the moment and and in the moment feel ready to have sex but then have so many different like like I'd be like oh my god but I need to be on the pill oh my god but like he needs to work on or like I just wanted to like feel ready and not have any barriers to that um and like when we did have first have sex like it what it was exactly like that like it was no worries at all but um yeah so I went to my doctor and I first went on the Well, she obviously told me about all the contraception that they did because I actually went to a GP and not a sex clinic. I don't know what you went to. Did you go to the GP? So I went to the GP originally. However, Mm -hmm. I have more recently had an experience with the sexual health clinic. Mm -hmm. And their sort of options of pills are so limited. I think she's actually dropped sort of like three, maybe. Um. So the one that I wanted because I'll explain that like, when we get to it but yeah I sort of you know it's on the pill from the doctors mm-hmm. ha- then I went on to the implant couldn't get the implant from the GP so I had to go through the sexual health clinic yeah and then when I got my implant out I then wanted to go back onto the pill mm-hmm. and then I was sort of sat at the sexual health clinic I went in for my appointment and um I just saw this Rig sat on the side. I was like, I'm not having that. No, <laughs> so, no. So, yeah, so so from then, I, so then, like, I sort of asked, you know, can I have loose set? Because that's what I was on before, and, you know, mm-hmm. I, I got okay with it and she was like oh no sorry like we we don't actually have any others and oh. even though they sort of stock more than that like they yeah. they only have that even in stock in the hospital and i was just so shocked because yeah that's probably, really bad yeah like a like a sexual health clinic is you know more discreet than yeah a almost. you would have thought they would have you know, sort of a lot of a options lot more. so young people feel comfortable to choose yeah exactly like I went to a GP and then they said these are the options that you have for like pill um, implant and whatever and we'll go through all the contraceptions like mm. later because I have got some information on them but the basic the main ones were the injection implant and pill they was they said like if you want the injection and implant you'll have to go to the sexual health clinic but we have wow. pills but my mum had a bad experience had a bad experience with the implant and or the injection I can't remember so I just decided to go with the pill I'm quite a routine person I'm very I've missed two pills in three years of taking it like I'm quite good with it but I know obviously some people are very different um and so yeah I obviously decided to go on the pill but yeah I was going to say that the GP was quite limited because they could only provide a pill um but I know they do do quite a few different brands so I've been on quite a different, quite a few different yeah. brands. So I went on the progesterone only pill because she was like, you can potentially get no periods. And I got so excited and like every girl <laughs> would be like, oh my God, no periods. But like, it's, it's not as glamorous as you think, because I like went like on that the pill. Hell. No, not so at all. by that, like no periods in big Exactly. <laughs> Don't listen to anything else. Anything else goes out the window. I just heard no period. Um, <laughs> So I went on that and I actually did get a period or what they'd call spotting for the first three months of taking it. And they did say it'll settle down after three months, but I just couldn't take it anymore as well. I was at a point in my relationship where I was like, I'm ready to have sex, but I don't want the first time to be period sex. And every single day I was bleeding. So (laughs) it just wasn't working for me. So I went on the combined and on paper, I loved it because I, I could literally tell I could tell you what hour I was going to get my period like and what day I could tell you that like it was so organized so routine you have like I had a break from it for a week got my period went back on it perfect but I was so sad like and my boyfriend noticed a lot like my mood swings I was crying way too like way more often than I would normally I was so incredibly sensitive So he advised me, he was, he was so lovely about it and was like, even mental health is obviously way more important than like contraception and us having sex or whatever. So you need to like go and see what your options are. Tell the doctor everything. So I went to my GP and I literally poured, I cried so much. And she was so lovely about it and was like, that's completely normal to be upset. We'll get you on another pill. So I, I went back on the progesterone only one. On a different brand, so different brands can do different things to like different people, and obviously, no one has the same experiences, like, each individual is going to be different. Um, they're going to have different experiences with contraception, but yeah. So, then I went on this, and I'm still on it now. I've been on it for about a year, I think, over a year, and it's like perfect. Apart from the fact that I don't really know when I'm going to get my periods, I do get periods, like, I don't necessarily spot they're probably like, at first I didn't get them at all for the first like four months and then I've started getting them like every two months and then I got them every one month but I'm not really too sure what's going on with them but like mentally it's perfect for me. Yeah, so is the progesterone only one where you don't have a break? Because I know with the combined it's Mm -hmm. three weeks on one week off. Yeah, so I don't have a break with the progesterone only ones. I've never been told to have a break with them. I just take them all the time. Mm. Well, I know... My first experience of going on the pill wasn't for contraceptive purposes. I was about, I think I was probably about fourteen at the time. Um, because I was getting really heavy discharge and it was just like too much. Like I was having to wear sort of a liner on my pants and like I still do as well because you see you see even a lot of people sort of speaking about on social media now, it does just make you feel sort of fresher yeah um I don't definitely. know if you know what I mean with that definitely 100% yeah. um so that's when I first went on it and to be honest it sort of links a bit because I remember when my mum first spoke to me about periods it was because I started to get get discharged and she sort of noticed mm-hmm. when she was sort of doing the washing and things yeah and then I sort of brought it up to her I was like I don't, I don't know what it is <laughs> because I was quite I was quite young I don't I want to say I was probably about 10 maybe yeah um, so yeah so anyway so I went to the doctors about it and they then put me on the pill um so I got put on regevadon which I'm that sure was, yeah my combined yeah. pill which I just Despise. I saw so yeah. much about it online that literally. like I never ever saw one good review at all you no know, like people listening now probably like the alarm bells are relaxed really like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> people say how horrible it is literally um, it's like like we said as well you know sort of when you get this tiny little pill packet and then inside you just unravel and unravel unravel this massive double sided A3 literally like a map yeah yeah symptoms and side effects and yeah so so that was that um so I was on that for maybe I I don't know I probably want to say like a year just to see if it made a difference it Mm -hmm. didn't so I I then went off that probably after a year um Mm -hmm. also because and you know like I'm I'm quite like a petite slight person yeah um and I literally literally made me put on a stone in oh like my yeah literally probably like a few months of being on it as well and I'm oh somebody who has like a really quick metabolism like I yeah up and yeah it just doesn't sort of affect me like we were even talking about this how much I've just been gobbling up for lunch <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so so that was that so went off that I literally sort of lost like that, that, that weight that it made me mm. put on um Straight after, and then only last year, um, sort of beginning mid last year, when I was in a relationship and I felt ready to have sex, uh, did I then think, you know, I need to get some contraception sorted Mm -hmm. out? Um, but because of COVID, sexual health clinics weren't running as usual, so I couldn't get the implant because I wanted to get the implant because unlike you i really struggle to sort of keep on top of things and yeah. remember to take it at the same time yeah because it's quite like a, I, d- I think there's differences between different types of pills but mainly it's sort of there's like there's 12 hours for some mainly like the one i take is like three hours but if, yeah. if i take it like literally 10 minutes out of the three hour slot i'll get like a period which will tell me like it's not worked do you know what i mean yeah yeah i get you oh that, that makes me quite scared actually <laughs> it's like this attempt has not been successful yeah Please a again. <laughs> um, but yeah so they said you know like I couldn't get the implant yet so I was like right well I'll go on the pill so that you know I know that something's in place yeah. um, so I went on that and to be honest that's what I'm planning I'm not on any contraception at the minute mm-hmm. but that's what I'm planning on going back on to because I was sort of only on it for four weeks and that was Lucette that was yeah. combined pill um so I'm sort of planning on going back on onto that because I didn't have any bad symptoms with it and it also did make my boobs grow which is oh uh, we love it we love always it. a positive <laughs> for me um
1: I actually yes. feel like
0: my boobs have grown so much on this pill as well like they're so really? Like, and I'm not sure if it's maybe because I have gained a bit of weight that they've just like filled out a bit, but they, mm. they are like very nice like, shaped. It's not as if they're large, but they just like fill out. Yeah. They just fill out like my, yeah. like, I feel like I have lady boobs now. Like I don't Literally have my like, like, teenager so boobs anymore. <laughs> cover a greater surface area. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bigger <laughs> <the> circumference. <laughs> Sorry. That's why I was so reluctant to go off my combined pill that. Was making me really sad because my weight was perfect, like absolutely perfect. My skin was incredible; I never ever had a spot, and my boobs were bigger. And it just loved the period aspect of it as well, like the fact that I knew when I was going to get my period. Mm -hmm. But like the men, like how bad it made my mental health was just like outweighed all of those good factors. Yeah, that's why I was so. But this pill it doesn't make my skin bad but it's a lot more sensitive to like things when i eat them and stuff like when i eat like yeah. bad foods and stuff like that do you know what i mean yeah but like, that's that's the thing i just hate the fact that sort of as women we sort of have this predicament between it's like we can't even we're having to take hormones into our body you know no matter what yeah but we can't even choose for them to not have a big effect like yeah it's like they have to to sort of have an effect in some way and we have to then pick and that yeah. makes me so angry. that's <laughs> good well, to gain weight to be sad like which one okay. do I want and then this was the thing I got my um because my skin wasn't improving I sort of tried different products that I'd sort of searched to see if you know like they'd improve it yeah um and I'd had it for six months and you know they sort of say three to six months should sort of sort itself out whatever issues you have. Yeah, um, and it just wasn't going. So I decided to have it taken out, um and because of COVID or whatever, I wasn't mm-hmm. having to have anything for contraceptive yeah. purposes because I wasn't yeah. seeing my boyfriend anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know that was sort of all fine with sort of the peace of mind aspect. Yeah, so I had it taken out, and literally within a wink, my skin was clear. Oh my god, we like, really love that. It's just so crazy how like, much of a huge impact it can have and then literally. once it's gone, it's gone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And everything's fine. Exactly. And so now, like, I know I'm, you know, I'm going to have to get some contraception sorted out soon. Yeah. Um, But just the thought of having to then, like, pump those hormones back into my body... Not good. Like I don't I I don't want it. I was just gonna say as well, because you know, sort of us having to take that pill or whatever and sort of without having that and relying on just using a condom, it's like if I was to get pregnant, then that's me carrying that baby. Do you know what I mean? Like it's sort of I know you know, two people make yeah Yeah. (laughs) 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 well it's like you're then carrying that and i I don't know i'm just like why why should i have to sort of have the periods yeah take something and then be worried that if i'm not taking something that then it's going to be me yeah who's facing the repercussions of that yeah exactly exactly um, and tr- it is just sort of a lot to sort of take on in terms of the responsibility of doing something with somebody else 100% but then, and i know who is like, affected yeah exactly and a lot of people do say yeah but you're the one who has the baby so you should take care of it That's not really how it works. Like, it shouldn't be a one-person thing. Like, both people are engaging in that activity. Both people will be parents if a baby is made. So, therefore, it should be both people's responsibility equally. Even if, like, the boy does use a condom it doesn't affect them in the same way that a girl uses a pill or an implant yeah. because there's no like it's literally just a piece of latex isn't it there's it's no like exterior horm- yeah there's no hormones there's no gaining weight there's no spots there's literally no like side effects of that because no. it's like a non-hormonal method When I was doing this research, I found this PDF document, which is actually, I literally just searched types of contraception and it came up as one of like the first three. But the website is fpa.org.uk. I'm pretty sure it's quite accurate as well. It looks like an accurate, it looks
1: like it's
0: legit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So basically, there's two like kind of types. So there's methods with no user failure, so methods that we can't like really help do you know what I mean? Like it's just there, a bit like an implant, like it's just there and you don't do any work for it. And then there's methods with user failure. So the methods with no user failure are like the injection, the implant, the IUS, and then there's obviously sterilisation of the fallopian tube, so that's for women, and sterilisation of the vas deferens of um, vasectomy i was watching loose women um mm. it was quite a while ago because i remember you know i think i was in a lodge somewhere or something. Yeah. but it was quite a while ago and they were talking about female sterilization and basically saying do they think it's wrong i can't really remember what the exact argument was but they were saying how oh it was because i think ma- a male vasectomy is on the nhs Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and they were talking about female sterilisation, and apparently it's either not on the NHS, or it's on the NHS for certain ages, or something like that. So they were saying how that's unfair because it should be on the NHS. But then there was other arguments basically saying it's a choice, not like a health thing. So you should have to pay for it if you want it done. But then there was people talking about it who have had it and they were like no like it's affected me a lot to to, like want to have it do you know what I mean well that's the thing having children affects people in so many ways I feel like that's why abortions are so important to be legalized as well because there are so many different factors in somebody's life to decide whether they Mm. want to bring a child into the world and I I don't feel like it's it's up for you know like the government to no. judge whether you know well they're not in the, the bracket where they should be thinking like yeah. it should be a choice. Yeah and I like I don't I don't really know like whether I don't really have too much of an opinion whether they should pay for it or not because I mean like it is it is we're lucky that it's an option for us. But um, mm. I'm not really, like, too, like, I don't really know if we should pay for it. But I feel like if males don't have to pay for it, and we shouldn't have to pay for it. Do you know Basically. what I mean? Like, it should be very yeah. equal. Um, yeah. But they were kind of saying, like, males shouldn't pay for it or whatever as well. Like, there was loads of different arguments being thrown in. And then the methods with user failure is, like, the vaginal ring. I haven't heard yeah. that before. You know what? When you this, this is when I've been sat at the sexual health clinic, when I've yeah. been sat reading the little signs and they list all the options and i just sit there reading them all yeah so wait what did you just mention vaginal ring vaginal ring yeah yeah and then there was the vaginal condom as well yes which i remember doing that in sex ed and being like that's a thing <laughs> <laughs> i was like so shocked yeah um, um,
1: so, yeah, oh, I, the... I
0: obviously don't know anything about them. I don't know what no, either. So there's the vaginal condom, and then there's the obviously male condom for the penis, and then there's the contraceptive patch, which is becoming quite a bit more popular, I think. Yeah. Which just seems weird to me that a patch can, like, do that. Do you know a I mean? like <laughs> patch like can protect it from? it from? What does it what Where do you actually, like, source it from, like... How do you I get don't is I don't know. I literally don't long? know. It's so like I literally have no idea. And then um the diaphragm, which I think it's quite like, is that like quite an old thing? Because I remember seeing it on friends and she was like, I've left my diaphragm. Something like that. Oh maybe. I honestly have no idea. And it's like some it's like it looks like this. And you like put it up your vagina. To stop, it's like a barrier. I think, um, yeah, it doesn't anything's put up no. there? Isn't I'm not really a fan of. Yeah, do you know what? That's also sorry. I've just picked up on that. It's sort of the whole like female condom as well. Mm-hmm. You have to like put that up. Where is yeah. like with a and male it's male like a condom. sheet of well. Have you seen it? It's like a sheet. No, I haven't seen it. It's it's like me- a latex sheet that you just what? like put there so so then when it goes like when the penis goes inside of you yeah. or like if you're like doing oral sex it might be like women on women um mm. if you're doing oral sex obviously because you can tran- you can transfer um stds through like your right. mouth yeah. and stuff can't you you use it as like a barrier then so it's, it's literally know. just like a, sh- a latex sheet that's like a oh yeah yeah how mental is that did not know i was i was expecting like a sort of male condom shape that you sort of like yeah oh, oh. i'm pretty sure you can get them as well but i remember seeing in the sex ed that we did at school she her showing us like literally just a sheet and like, i did like, not get sex. that same experience yeah. in sex ed let well, me tell you different <laughs> halves um, of the year you see there you go see that's that's the thing that i think though because like a male condom, it's sort of just there to put on, you know? Yeah. It's whereas like the thought of sort of having to like insert something, yeah. It is just sort of a very different concept. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, because that like male, they're just like wrapping something around something. Right, so you yeah. literally putting something like inside, it's like a tampon, like putting something inside your body. And I'd be so scared if I just like positioned it properly. Like it's not yeah. like the same as a tampon, like that's you know. Controlling the blood flow, like th- this yeah. is this is preventing pregnancy. Like yeah, this, this is presenting of- some preventing someone growing inside of you. Like big differences. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you just being like, hang on, let me adjust my sheet. Just let me adjust my <laughs> female condom, or like let me just like spread it out a bit more. Like it's just, it's a weird it concept. Doesn't seem really practical, does it? So the injection said. Um, over 99% effective. Fewer than one in 100 people using the injection will get pregnant in a year. It releases the hormone mm-hmm. progesterone, which stops ovulation, thickens cervical mucus to prevent sperm reaching the egg. Mm-hmm. So that's what the, it does. You know how you said that they mentioned to you at the doctors about the injection? It's mm-hmm. never ever been mentioned to me. Really? No. I heard a lot more about the implant than the injection, but then Emily Crashley said that she got the injection for a bit and she had to, like, because it was during COVID, she had to, like, inject it herself. What? Yeah. I was like, I couldn't do that. I'm not good with, like, needles. And, and like, Faye used to be like, feel my implant and, like, you can feel it there. Yeah, to be fair. (laughs) No, thanks. I used to be, like, to um, to my boyfriend, I'd be like do you want to oh. feel them? to be fair he was quite fascinated by it when I first got it fitted he was like can I have a look <laughs> no absolutely not um, the advantages of the injection said it lasts for 13 weeks um for like some brands and some brands it lasts mm. for eight weeks you don't have to think about contraception for as long as the injection lasts and it reduces heavy painful periods for some people disadvantages is that periods may stop be irregular or last longer and periods and fertility may take time to return after stopping the injection some people gain weight so i guess it's the kind of it's kind of the same as a progesterone only pill see my injection is because the implant was progesterone only and because that gave me the spots Mm -hmm. i'm now so scared to ever try anything that's progesterone only because i just don't want to get those spots back again yeah i feel like on the like on paper a lot of things that are progesterone like injecting into your body do have the same outcome like not mm-hmm. not outcome but like some of the same um effects i feel like that's the thing because obviously progesterone only is 100 progesterone whereas yeah. with the combined each one sort of has a different yeah progesterone brain, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. Eastern, isn't it? yeah yeah exactly um the implant is pretty much the same as the injection 99 effective um it's a small flexible rod put in on, t- <laughs> on the skin of your upper arm and it releases progesterone um the advantages are it works for three years don't have to think about contraception um, when the implant is removed, your periods and fertility will return as normal. So that's a, that's the thing that's kind of different with the um, injection is that like your fertility is a lot more guaranteed. So yeah. That is something to worry about when you take contraception, yeah. isn't it? Because you do hear the horror stories of people being on pills for twenty years and then not being able to have a baby. Well, that's the, that's with Rigevidon. I heard stories of you know sort of people having a lot of physical issues with it, and mm. then to the extent where then they were having to sort of have like reproductive hormones removed yeah i mean i know like they are you know like extreme cases but still to think that like that is possible exactly it's scary it is really scary especially as a female so incredibly scary yeah the disadvantages for this is just that periods may stop be irregular last longer um and it takes a small procedure to fit and remove it but i mean it's not like a procedure is it it's just like no a... to be to be fair when i had it done like it was absolutely fine. And yeah. I don't have a very good pain barrier either. So. The next one is the IUS. So again, 99% effective. It's a small T-shaped plastic device, ugh, the word device, which slowly releases the hormone progesterone into the uterus. Um. And It thins the lining of the uterus to prevent fertilised egg, blah, 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 blah. It works for three to five years, depending on the type, but it can be taken out sooner. Don't have to think about contraception. Periods usually become lighter, shorter and less painful. When it's removed, your fertility will return to normal. But the disadvantages are irregular bleeding or spotting are very common in the first six months. Very small chance of getting an infection in the first 20 days after insertion. (laughs) (laughs) sort of like i feel like maybe it's not as bad as a contraceptive method after you've sort of finished having children maybe yeah maybe probably not because obviously you know you know people say childbirth. you might be a bit wider down there yeah yeah this says insertion can be really uncomfortable some people may get ovarian cysts I just wouldn't want to put myself through that bone for me. <laughs> like, I, I know people do have it, but sort of from what I've heard, it's maybe sort of older women that choose to have it. Yeah, and, and I don't really get, if you look at the picture, so it's like a T, and then it has, like, little things at the end, like, a, like you know, like, tampon strings. Oh. I don't, and I don't know, so does it go up like a tampon? And it it just sits there. Like, will you be able to wear a tampon if you have one in? Like, does it? How far is cervix? it in? I want to say it sits in your cervix, but I could be yeah, wrong. I don't... <laughs> I'm thinking really? it just goes up there like a tampon, <laughs> and I'm just so clueless. I think I, I want to say it does sit in your cervix. Yeah, probably. You're probably right. Where's the coil on here? or is it what does the coil look the Coil like? is the coil is the IUS and the IUD right yeah because I know someone who got the coil and they said it was the most painful thing in their periods were like um oh, like really? waterfalls yeah um and they're like belly cramps as well were awful but then I know a few people who have said that it's been good I feel like again it's one of them, it's a more adult thing yeah you get it when you're older um I feel like to sort of Mentally, sort of come to terms with that because it's even like putting in a tampon. Only sort of, I mean, I started my periods when I was 12 Mm. and I only started using a tampon when I was literally like 16, 17. Yeah, I only started using a tampon after I had sex because ah, I could just never get it in before. I just couldn't. It is, it's definitely sort of like a mental thing as well. Like, I remember when I sort of first tried, I think it was when we went on holiday and there was a hot tub and I came on my period mm. and just trying to bring myself to put it yeah. in I was just like crying and it was sort of like with age I just sort of came to terms with thinking, you know it, it's not a big deal it's it's no. gonna you know make you feel maybe a bit sort of cleaner than, yeah I don't want to say I don't want to use that word but it just makes me feel a little bit sort of like I've got it together <laughs> yeah I agree with you i do prefer wearing a tampon but I know what you mean about the mental thing because when I'm at like my boyfriend's house for example because it's not my house even though like I still obviously feel quite homely there when I'm putting a tampon in I get like stage fright like my vagina doesn't open or like if I'm in public bathrooms it's like mentally yeah it just won't open so like I fully like just can't like get in yeah which sounds bizarre yeah. that you can get, you can't get like a little tampon in, but you can get like a penis in. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Literally, Just sounds no, bizarre. Yeah. So the IUD is ninety nine percent effective. So it's a small plastic and copper device which you put in the uterus. It stops sperm from reaching there. Blah blah blah. It works as soon as you put it in because, like, p- with pills and stuff, they normally take like a period of time to work. Don't they? Like seven days or yeah. whatever So it works as soon as you put it in. It works for five to 10 years. So this is like the longest one, depending on the type, but it can be taken out sooner. You don't have to think about contraception. When it's removed, your fertility will return to normal. But the disadvantages are it may not be suitable if you're at risk of getting an STI. So it's not really the best for preventing STDs and things like that. Periods may be heavier or longer or more painful. I've heard a lot of that from, like, this. Um, Very small chance of getting an infection and insertion can be uncomfortable. Um, Also, there's loads of different types. Like, there's, like, a one that's just straight and then there's one that's, like, T, T. And then there's one that's, like, a bent T. And then there's one which is, like, a really bent T, which literally looks like a little tree and it has, like, little balls on the end of it oh really <laughs> they're pretty inventive here. I, didn't, I didn't know that I just sort of thought it was there were T t-shape, there was two types and that was it and then the last two for the non-user failure are obviously sterilisation so for female sterilisation the overall failure rate is 1 in 200 failure so that it's not sterilised yeah no so you hear of people who've Being, I really hate the word sterilized. Do you know what I mean? I know it sounds like it sounds so clinical, yeah, like you're just about to test makeup on a bunny or something. Do you know what I mean? Literally. So, once you've had that procedure done, Mm. people do then still get pregnant, yeah, and it can happen with um men as well. I actually watched this YouTube family in Australia and uh. A bit random, but they had five kids already. Yeah. And then he had the snip, as they... The snip? Oh, they don't actually cut the bowls off, do they? No, they don't. No, they... I think it's, like, the, the tie between something that they cut. Ew. The snip. Ew. Oh. Anyway. Love um. So, and... They then got pregnant again, even though he'd had this done. Imagine putting all that trust into that method, because that's the kind of method that's like permanent and like you don't Final. worry yeah. about it. Do you know what I mean? And then you have a baby. Like, yeah, it's it's crazy. Um. Oh, so the advantages. Is there's an advantage saying it can't easily be reversed? oh it says so wait sorry i just got really excited for the sterilization of fallopian tubes they cut the fallopian tubes they say the fallopian tubes are cut sealed or blocked either by an operation or procedure called hysteroscopic sterilization doesn't that sound scary a, a hysterectomy won't it yeah and then the tubes that carry sperm from the testicles to the penis are cut, sealed or tied Right. Oh my god, am I tying it? It's like that's a knot. Mean, crazy, isn't it? Like, getting your tubes tied. <laughs> so it says cat, for... Right? <laughs> it says for advantages, which I don't know if it's an advantage. It can't be easily reversed. Um, Sterilisation for females can't be reversed at all. And that was one of the debates when loose women, as they were saying, like, women shouldn't do it because it's, like, you might change your mind. <sighs> Oh. But I'm like, if, if they do it and they change the mind, then it's their fault. you know what I mean? Like, they need to make the cushions of like, it. It's just a matter of choice. Yeah. And I think it's when you hear these awful stories about sort of female mutilation and things. Oh, God. Yeah. I feel like that's what sort of makes it sort of scary as well, because you know that like this concept of sterilization, when sort of in the wrong hands, mm. can, is, can be sinister. And I feel like that's why it then sort of makes it even scarier. Yeah, Yeah. definitely, definitely. So the methods with use of failure, so the vaginal ring is actually 99. They're all 99% effective apart from condoms are 98% male, female are 95% the diaphragm is 92 to 96 percent and then the rest are just 99 percent but I think with the natural family planning it says up to 99 effective if used according to teaching and instructions perfect use up to one in 100 users will get pregnant in a year with typical use around 76 percent effective around 24 in 100 users will get pregnant in a year Oh, so no, this is when like, you plan out when you're most fertile and infertile and you have sex oh, then. Right. This okay, is what this yeah. is. Who can have the effort to do that? Let's be It says the fertile and infertile times of the menstrual cycle are identified by noting the different fertility indicators. This shows when you can have sex without risking pregnancy. Surely this is a lot more like less effective than it's saying it is. Well, it says How if is- you... It says if you use it perfectly, it's 99%, but if you don't, if you just, like, do it randomly, but, like, within, like, when you're not How really very fertile. How many people use it effectively? How many people do it, like, exactly? All you have to do yeah. is miss one day. And yeah, then imagine waiting do... as well and being like, Sos can't have sex. You have to have sex on Wednesday on the 26th of every <laughs> month. Like, imagine being like that. Like It's like, like scheduling your sex times. <laughs> I feel like it would have quite a big impact on a relationship yeah no like you'd have to like work around it that'd like, be like yeah you could not like, be literally like ske- no you couldn't be spontaneous It's literally scheduling like your sex like that's weird right I mean if it works for you it works for you but I feel like it's a bit more there's easier ways to go about it. yeah so yeah other forms of would use failure is the vaginal ring so a small flexible plastic ring is put into the vagina, which leas- which releases oestrogen and progesterone. It stops ovulation, blah, 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 blah. You don't have to think about it every day. It's It's not affected if you vomit or diarrhoea, because I know with the pill, like, if you're ill or, like, if you take extra medication for, like, something yeah. because you're ill, it, like, it doesn't work. So, know. yeah, you have to, like, start over again. Um so you, the thing don't you think the um vaginal ring reminds you a bit of like a menstrual cup? Yeah, a little you bit. Know what I mean. Just sort yeah. of you have know, got sort of like a manipulator in in there. <laughs> Isn't it weird how uh, like a ring, a plastic ring can release hormones? Yeah, like I mean, how does that work? When it comes into contact with a certain surface, it's then like sparks into action or I literally don't know, but that's so weird to me. Um it's easy to insert and remove. Imagine just being like, oh hang on, just let me just wait, do you I do mean, it like just can't. before sex or do you always have it? I don't know. Because imagine just seeing just before sex, hang on, just let me put my ring in. Yeah. And what if like what if like, like to grab my ring in? out my Yeah. What if it, what if he puts his like penis in there and then like his penis gets stuck on the ring <laughs> or comes out with like this rubber ring on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going Pretty sure for you'd, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure you'd have to not put it in just before sex because it, it releases hormones. So surely but like why are the sounds of it because they say that if you've sort of like vomited or had diarrhea whilst it's in, yeah. It does sound like maybe you do sort of... Yeah, have it have in all the time. So, oh, yeah, so it says ring is used for three weeks and taken out on the fourth. Oh, okay. Um, some medicines can make it less effective. Breakthrough bleeding and spotting may occur in the first few months. Um, yeah, I've never really heard too much about that one before. No, I've never sort of, like, heard anybody sort of say, oh, I know so-and-so uses that. Yeah. You I mean, whereas usually... You know, like when I was thinking about the implant, like some of be like, oh, yeah, you know, Yeah. So, say, oh, you know, when I said, um, when we're speaking about injections, and you were like, oh, yeah, I've got, you know, like a friend. Yeah. But you don't like say, oh, I've got um, a friend who has a badge ring. That's <laughs> just not a thing, is it? <laughs> really no, it just doesn't seem like Maybe common. it is but, sort of a bit older, like a yeah, bit of maybe, a, like mid 20s sort of. Because you have to be yeah, comfortable inserting and taking it out, so like, and we like we've seen we've only started using tampons like not, yeah. not like recently, but not when it we is, first had our period. So, quite fiddly because I can't like like it, doesn't straight away come into my head. Oh, I, I don't know how to put that in, yeah. Like, I, so I don't know, maybe how it is other. just, a, yeah, exactly. So, maybe it is just sort of like an older person thing um the patch which again i haven't really heard too much about but i feel like it's coming in style a bit more do you know what i mean like it's a bit more not style a bit more it's a bit more common now work um, it with your uh yeah. <laughs> um a small patch stuck on the skin releases two hormones estrogen and progesterone stops ovulation you don't have to think about it every day it's not affected if you vomit or diarrhea it usually makes periods less painful improves acne but it's, it's pretty much the same as the as the vaginal ring to be fair because um it's not suitable if you overweight or smoker, low risk of serious side effects oh low risk of serious side effects as opposed to, oh no it's yeah it's pretty much exactly the same as the vaginal ring it's just a patch yeah and you 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 have it on three weeks and take it off for the fourth as well so it's literally like the same as mm-hmm. that just a patch yeah um but well, it seems like with those two though, there is a lot of side effects like a lot of definitely and I feel like the fact that that's actually listed them as well I know like with the pill you know you get this great big map as we said yeah. but the fact that that even just on that website has listed them it makes me think oh god what else more is it going yeah be? exactly and then we've obviously spoken about the combined pill which is two hormones oestrogen and progesterone And it says um, it usually makes periods regular, lighter and less painful, which I do agree with. Mm -hmm. Um, It reduces the risk of cancer, which is quite good. And it's suitable for healthy non-smokers up to the age of 50. When you stop using the combined pill, your fertility will be okay. It's not suitable if you are overweight or smoker. A low risk of serious. Oh, and it does. It does say that it can be temporary side effects such as headaches, nausea, mood changes, blah, blah, blah um and then for the progesterone only it says obviously only contains progesterone and pretty much the same things to be fair may help with premenstrual symptoms and painful periods you may get ovarian cysts um and then the last two are just condoms so condoms is obviously latex free from contraception and sexual oh so condoms actually free well male condoms free female condoms aren't free well, Here comes the feminists. Yeah. <laughs> because when you, you know, even when you have like sexual talks at school, they're like, oh, you know, do you know, if you want condoms or whatever, you get the C card. Well, that term condoms refers to males. So, yeah. yeah. And also, uh, disadvantage, it may get pushed into the vagina. <laughs> Does this not just make you think of Love Roses? <laughs> not Roses, yes. Literally. Yes. That instilled the fear of condoms in me at the age of 13. (laughs) Literally, (laughs) literally same. Can I use breastfeeding as a form of contraception? Breastfeeding is 98% effective in preventing pregnancy. What? (laughs) That's what it says here? Really? Yeah. You're fully or nearly fully... Providing, you are fully or nearly fully fully breastfeeding this means that you are only giving your baby breast milk or you are infrequently giving other liquids in addition to your breast milk and your baby is less than six months old and you have haven't had your first period since birth yeah just googled how oh, is that? that oh i did not know that either so you learn something new every day huns mm. how it this has actually been so interesting do you not agree like, yeah, no i feel like i've learned a lot yeah same i feel like our listeners would have learned a lot as well I'm quite, I'm quite I'm dumb to this sort of stuff though, like I'm I, such a. I sort of thought I sort of thought, well, you know, like I've had the pill and the implant, you know, I'm clued up on this. Yeah. And then sort of different things, it was like, well, actually, actually, I'm not. I don't really know what I'm talking about. No. <laughs> no, so um, I think we'll wrap it up now, guys, because I feel like we've been talking for quite a while, you know. Mm-hmm. But before we go, so. I obviously found that amazing PDF document, so if you want to check it out, I spoke about it at the start, um, or just obviously search online, or go to GP if you want information, or look in your pill packet box because no one re- really looks at that information do they? they? No. Just get a bit excited, so check. Make sure you read it, um, and also if you're on a contraception that you're not happy with. I'd 100% say try a new one because like we have just talked about there's billions there's that many, you can try ones out there, yeah. 100% and um also a great instagram page to follow is at my so they actually post a lot of informative instagram like um artwork and pieces about different types of contraception so definitely go ahead and follow those um i'll leave them in the bio as well (laughs) so thank you so much for joining me emily thank you very much for having me (laughs) no worries it was about time anyway um so yeah check us out on spotify and apple Podcasts, and also follow our instagram page at food and friday's Podcasts where we post some cool feel good informative content so we'll see you on the next episode